what's up guys? Uh, welcome to Tropa History today. Thanks for tuning in. It is brought to you by Indian Motorcycles and Law Tigers. So huge shout out to both of those guys for sponsoring Tropa History so that we can keep bringing you guys videos every week and interviewing different people. Um, I made myself a list. Uh, so DP is not here today. He is on his way to Fort Lauderdale to Collins Ride. If any of you guys are in the area South Florida, um, check out which Woody, if you are on here, I know you usually are, post the link to your ride this weekend. So if anybody wants to join DP and all his buddies, you guys can check that out on Saturday. It's in the Fort Lauderdale area. Um, I just tried to find the flyer, but I couldn't find it with short notice. Um, also, I want to mention, if you guys haven't seen it, check out Northern Tool's video. So go over to Northern Tool um, and vote for which helmet you think is the best one. And then uh, they will produce one of those three helmets. Um, so that's Northern Tool. Uh, I believe it's just northerntool.com. I guess I should have looked at that. Um, also, I want to mention our Daytona schedule. So here it is. Uh, if any of you guys are going to Daytona, Saturday, March 4th, Sons of Speed. Um, I am psyched for this. I'm going to be riding two new bikes this year, a 1929 Indian as well as a 1920 Holly J, J model um, in the 61 class. So uh, these are two new bikes for me, both from competition distributing, Compte Racing. Um, so if you guys are in the Daytona area, Saturday, March 4th, Sons of Speed. Then Wednesday, March 8th, is the Perowitz Paint Show at the Broken Spoke. So come on out to that. If you're a custom paint job, make sure you enter into our show. If you don't, come out and check out all the cool bikes that we get. Uh, we welcome all motorcycles as long as you have a custom paint job. So we have a ton of cool prizes as well as Northern Tool is actually one of our sponsors for the paint show. So somebody is going to be going home with a ton of good stuff from Northern Tool and also gift cards. So um, we have a ton of swag to give away for our paint show. We will have White Claw there uh, with the girls giving you guys some... Uh, white cloth swag as well as hard drive is going to be there with some um stuff that they're going to give away as well and then on thursday march 9th uh dp and i will be at willie's Chopper show um right on route one in ormond beach that's always a good time it's one of me and dp's favorite shows so that's thursday so that is our daytona schedule if any of you guys are going to daytona and want to see dp or i or both of us that is where we will be guaranteed um so let's get to today's guest is my fellow antique outlaw and one of my best friends sean from competition d let's bring let's just bring sean on hi sean hey Joe. how's it going good how about you oh wonderful just uh, another busy day here at the shop so today is a big day for you, which I am going to push in every aspect I possibly can for you to make it to the next round for the Biltwell People's Champ. Yep, yep. So, today, uh, day starts of voting. So today is um, the day that will get you votes 
to the next round, which brings you to the Born Free show in June. Yeah, Correct? yeah, uh, yeah. So the the Biltwell show itself, like where the competition's held, is at the Cook's Corner Bar, uh, and that's actually the Friday before Born Free, like the the you know pretty much the night before, uh, and. The, the final six will have your bikes there. They'll have them on display and there'll be another round of voting for the, for the champ uh, of the, of the 20 that are involved in the competition right now. So, you know, it, I've always been wanting to go to born free and, you know, this built well competition's always been something that's on my mind. So pretty cool to be here right now. Uh, huge opportunity, huge, you know, a lot of respect for all these guys that are doing this kind of stuff and, uh, yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So hopefully uh, we make it in. So, okay, we checked in with you um, probably about a month ago on your build, and a lot has happened since then. So tell us about the stage that your bike is in right now. Okay, so the, you know, you have a, you have a deadline. Um, and as you can see here in this picture, this is where we're at right now with the bike. Uh, it's in a roller format. And believe it or not there's still so much stuff to do it's not even funny <laughs> uh you know we, we have a ton of stuff in this bike and there's going to be a lot of like trick little features and just stuff to kind of that next level uh to make it like a real nice show bike um so but to, to to get into the next round it's good idea to have like a roller so people can kind of visualize what you're seeing with the bike and where you want to go with it that kind of thing so that's that's where it's at um you know we everything in how fabricated uh or designed or made by us um there's not too much stuff on this bike that we bought uh you know minus the wheels and the you know the obviously the motor itself is uh harley davidson you know 48 pan head but even that is uh completely exploded into a thousand pieces and getting done from the ground up so <laughs> there's not too much we haven't touched on it you know that's where we're at we're, we're in a roller position right now uh the bike's still got to come completely back apart again uh you know we, we're still mocking stuff up there's a ton of little stuff on there that we're adding the inertia starter the chain drive setup for that uh we're doing um dual in, intake manifold for the linker carburetors uh everything we're doing we're making so it, it's taking a lot of time and a lot of fab work but it's uh you know it's gonna be pretty cool when it's all done yeah for sure and and the thing that i think is cool is love or hate your bike, you still have to appreciate all the work into it. Like you are legit doing all this yourself. You're not subbing it out. You're not buying pots and, and slapping them on. This is, I mean, truly a custom build. And I think yeah. this is what the contest should be more about, not cake decorating. Yeah. And I mean, you know, when you, when you go into these contests, uh, you know, there's a lot of really talented people and a lot of people that can really do a lot of things. And I always like to just see what they come up with and the things that they're doing. And, you know, over the years I've watched different guys come through this thing and like born free and seeing all the, all the work they're doing to the bikes and what they're building. And it's just a huge inspiration, you know, cause these guys are getting crazier and crazier every year. It's like, you know, the bar just keeps going up and up. So, you know, obviously we're trying to bring something different to that whole aspect of things uh, by, you know, not only building a bike, but building a bike that you don't really see a lot, you know, all the way down to the frame and the components that are used on it. So it, it's a hard thing to do in today's world, especially since most of it's done. Um, but we'll see. 
it's it's a lot of fun to do and i i love building bikes so uh it's it's just i have a ton a ton of fun with it and i like working with all my my so so okay he has a typical perowitz question what color are you gonna paint it well i got yelled at you guys um from you guys last time i i had mentioned the words black and that wasn't allowed so uh i actually took the Day, I still don't know what color we're going to paint it. Um, well, you know, we're kicking around some different ideas, but I will say uh, we, we saw your bike up there when we were at the, your guys' place there a while ago, uh, your Hummer. And uh, I really like that. Yeah, I was going to say it's in the it's in the background over there. Yeah, yeah, there it is. So um, I kind of I really like that mint color. Me too. Um, so, oh, yeah. See that I, that color is really cool. Yeah, it is. It's a wicked cool color, and it looks cool with like the flat finish and the gold leaf. Yep. Yeah. Who Who would have thought my sprint would give you, or my helmet, my scat would give you some inspiration? <laughs> yeah, you, you get it from anywhere you can find it, you know. Um, but it's it's kind of an idea we had. You know, Brian, our our painter, uh, he's been kicking around some different ideas. We've been going back and forth, but I kind of like that that mint color. Uh, you know, Kelsey really liked that color too. So. We're, we're talking about maybe doing that with like some black or uh, like in pinstriping and stuff like that. Like you gotta fit the black in there. Well, the thing is, this bike is kind of tough because unlike every other bike you usually see, it, there's going to be no paint on the bike. I mean, the only thing painted on the entire thing is the tanks. True. I was going to ask you that. So you're just going to paint the tank, leave the frame as it is, the front end raw. Yeah, so that's all 304 stainless. Like the entire bike is made out of stainless steel and uh, stainless. We're going to polish it. So once oh, this thing's cool. mock up, I got to completely explode the entire bike bound down to nothing and then start sanding and grinding and, and getting it ready to polish, you know? So there's going to be the only paint is going to be the fuel tank. Uh, the fuel tanks act as oil tanks too, just like you, you're familiar with on our old bikes we ride. Yeah. So we'll have oil on one side and fuel on the other. So it like really cleans the frame up a lot. And the only other thing will be painted besides those tanks is the, uh, the inertia starter, that big black, uh, starter hangs off the side of it. You saw in the photos. Yeah. Um, it's kind of where the oil tank would go in a normal bike. Um, but you know, that'll give us some canvas to paint there too. So. Yeah, that'll be, uh, it, it'll be really cool. Um, somebody commented that the seat looks a little rough. Oh Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 not a, a, a bike for comfort by any means. And in that picture, it's kind of just sitting on there. But uh, I, I'm actually running uh, a handmade one of my buddies from the Czech Republic uh, made me a, a couple seats. And one of them is for this bike. It's an actual messenger race seat uh, that we use on our board track bikes. Okay. So it's just I was, was going to say it's not really much different than the seats on the board track bikes. No, it's, it, you know, this, this whole bike is kind of like a really good blend of uh, old and new. Um, obviously, we're, we play a lot of stuff in the old, in the antique game. So I kind of wanted to bring that antique styling into the, into the modern day uh, and blend the two together. You know, obviously the motor is a 48 pan. The frame is, you know, a highly new concept as far as being flat sheet metal plate, that kind of thing. It kind of looks futuristic. But if you look at the styling of the bike, a lot of it points back to the the 30s, uh, like the hill climb style Harleys. Yeah. I I made I made a nice set of the the hill climb style bars. I bent them up, um, like the DAH. The front end on the bike is a reverse link DAH Springer that we made. 
Um, you know, nobody's run that on a modern bike. That hasn't been done since the 30s. And, you know, the seat obviously is like a DHL climber style. So we're just trying to blend the two together and make it look, you know, as, as old and new as we can, I guess, at the same time. So it, Well, it definitely does. I mean, it has its own unique look. And, and like I said, love it or hate it, you're still, you got to appreciate all the work into it. I mean, from the frame, the tank, the front end, even the exhaust, like, and then just to have that crazy stata on it, which that's going to destroy our crowd every time you start it. Yeah, that that thing turned out way better than I could ever have hoped for. Um, that's kind of what I'm doing on the bike right now is uh, we just got all the components made for, you know, and none of this exists, you know, everything we're doing, we have to make or design and, and yeah. fabricate because there, there's no, there's no store that you can buy this stuff from. So we, uh, we just got all the components in and now I got to start machining uh, all the pillow block bearings, all the bearing mounts, the shafts and everything. Cause the amount of uh, gearing and drive that goes just in to make that starter work to fire the motor over. It's like, it's going to be a lot going on. Yeah. And you know, we're kind of, so. The, the the meat grinder because your leg's gonna be uh you know hovering right above where it's all spinning so it's so cool though it's neat to be so innovative you know with something like that and you're just no one else has done that that's tough yeah. to say yeah and that's that's kind of like where we're always going with stuff you know every time we finish build we always go man it's gonna be hard to top this one and then you know within about a few weeks between Kevin and I you know, bouncing ideas back and forth. We come up with something else we're going to try, you know? So, uh, it's just fun. It's just, it's just cool to try doing stuff that's different, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, Hey, let's talk sons of speed for a minute. So, yeah. um, you are building a bike literally right now <laughs> for sons <laughs> of speed, which is, uh, less than a month away. Yep. Tell us what you're building. Okay. So, uh, you know, there's been some rumors around that there's going to be some pea shooters coming to Sons of Speed uh, to kind of take Tom and his his title on. <laughs> I mean, I know Mr. Is, uh, has the number one fastest single in the country right now. And he's trying to keep that title going. Well, we heard that there was pea shooters coming uh, to kind of take it from him. So we're like, well, we can't let everybody else have all the fun. So, uh, you know, Tom and I located a, a motor. An, an actual uh, pea shooter factory race motor, an SA style. And we went down to uh, Tennessee and picked it up, brought it back home. And in the, in our typical antique outlaw team fashion, we're doing everything last minute because, you know, that's how we roll. But uh, <laughs> so building a, a hot single pea shooter right now, uh, all the materials are you know, all, all, literally all we have for the bike is the motor. <laughs> so uh, tell tell people that, um, that educate people on what is the difference between a single and a pea shooter. Okay, so a pea shooter, it, it's a single cylinder engine, but it's it's not unlike any other single out there where, you know, a pea shooter is actually an overhead valve engine. And Harley developed these things, uh, you know, starting in 1926, and they ran into the 30s. And they, they, they used them for uh, specifically racing. And actually, the pea shooter is, you know, a lot of people don't know, but the pea shooter is kind of where the birthplace of the knucklehead came from, the overhead valve setup. Wow, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, 
Harley, they were designing and trying different things. And the crazy thing about pea shooters is there's so many different variations in the race world and they're very, very rare. So when you find them and you find the factory race motors, uh, like it, it almost seems like every case is cast different. Every motor's different. They have different components. They have different oil pumps, that kind of thing. Um, they're, they're really, really cool. But the, the, the crazy thing about them is just because they're small doesn't mean they're not fast because these motors were capable of doing a hundred miles per hour. Can you uh, imagine back then in 1926 going a hundred miles an hour on a no. little cylinder? That, that's the crazy thing because, you know, these guys in the board track world, they're racing on these twins and stuff, you know, Excelsior, Harley, Flying Merc, all these guys, Indian, and they're going 100, you know, 110, somewhere in there, 114 was like the first real fast lap in the, in the early, you know, in the teens era. But, uh, you know, now you're taking a, a single cylinder and you're getting it close to that same speed. It's just, you know, it's crazy. And it kind of speaks leaps and bounds for the overhead valve technology and, you know, kind of where Harley was going and where they ended up and ultimately saved the motor company back then. So how many, um, you said pea shooters are hard to find. How, how many do you think, uh, Holly made And what did you say from 26 to what? Uh, 32, 26 to 32. Um, oh, wow. I didn't realize it's that short of a time. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard to put an exact number on it. So there's a couple variations of the pea shooters as well. There's a 500 cc, the the big bore. Uh, it's a it's like strictly just a race, like a CAC race style motor. Yeah. And barely any of those in existence. Uh, I've heard numbers as, as far as 12 to 14. Uh, wow. You know, Matt Walksler down there at Wheel Street Time. He's got an original style uh, uh, CAC racer. Uh, there's a couple 500s kicking around out there. Aaron Loveless has a 500. Billy Lane, I think, has a 500. Uh, but yeah, they're they're really really rare. Uh, there's another guy that we know of that has up to six, I think, in his collection. So, oh, I think I know. I think I know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's you know he's been a big time collector for a long time. But uh, yeah, they're just you, it's not something you just go type in on Google and go find one to buy it. Um, you know, you got to pretty much know somebody or find somebody willing to 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 deal with you. You know, so they're. Yeah. Hard to come by, but I'll tell you what, they're pretty, pretty awesome. And it's always really fascinating to me, the technology that these guys were producing back then, you know, uh, off hand drawings and just casting stuff out of sand. So, yeah, with no technology. Yeah, they were a smart, smart breed of people back then. I, I, I strongly believe that. <laughs> so I might have to schmooze Tom a little bit just to let me make a couple laps. I don't think you have to do much schmoozing. I think Tom will just let <laughs> For a ride i mean I yeah think, we're all gonna be like swapping bikes <laughs> yeah yeah we have uh we have plenty to choose from this go around we went from a team of one to a team of like five in about less than a year so so when i told tom to come to sons of speed i was like tom you need to come but i'm warning you you're gonna want to do it and you know <laughs> and he kind of yeah 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 both of you guys yeah yeah me and right. you know Within an hour of Tom being there, I was like, oh, I want to get out there. You know? I, I, it's so I'll never, cool. Uh, we walked into, we walked in there in October of, uh, you know, not last year, but the year before. And that was like such a crazy moment because we just got off the cannonball, you know, yeah. we had that coming down from. And, you know, we walk into Sons of Speed and we see you guys out there ripping around on the track. And I instantly look at Tom. I'm like, this is insane. I was like, we got to do this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're like, we're in. 
yeah yeah i was like i was like i i swear to god before i even left the track i was looking for bikes and chassis and like <laughs> I <bet>. trying to find <laughs> yeah stuff. so we will have so we'll have the pea shooter we'll have the single um tell us what y'all riding uh so i'll be riding uh my 1919 um and it has a, a 61 inch motor in it that bill page built uh people have heard us talk about bill the harley whisperer oh yeah uh, he, yeah he's the man but uh he built a really nasty 61 inch motor for me and i'm actually going to be in the hot 61 class so i got my hands full with that one you know that's pretty much some of the top guys that race in the sons of speed they're all in that class but I'm really confident in the bike. It, it's it's set up pretty well. I've been working on the thing for the last, oh man, probably six seven months, getting it all dialed in and uh, set up correctly. We've we've added a lot of things, changed a lot of things here and there. So it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun one. It's it sounds like a nasty bike. So so this is gonna be technically your first time out on the track, correct? Yeah, yeah. So are you excited? Like antsy? Like I know my. I was able to get out on the track before um, the races. So I kind of a little bit got the feel of it, right. but there's nothing like the race. Like I'm not competitive until there's somebody next to me. And I just am like, you are not getting ahead of me. That's <laughs> it. All out. I'm going to give it all effort. I don't care. I'm doing it. You know? So as much as we're going to have time to practice, I guarantee you, you're going to be like, all right, I got it, I got it. And then once that pace bike drops and it's game on, it's going to be a whole different thing where you're going to be like, oh yeah, I got yeah. that. I'm like, I'm like so excited. I've been, I've been waiting for this for such a long time. Like, you know, we've, we've had the bike and I got the bike built and then, you know, we were, you and I were going to be the only ones down there, but you and I were going to be racing there in October. I know. Before well, the hurricane hit you know but honestly it's probably for the better uh gave us a little more time to get ready but yeah uh, but yeah it i can't even really describe what i'm feeling i'm just super excited about it it's it, to me it's like a huge opportunity because you know i always look at these old photos and you know i i, I live and work in the world of antique bikes you know so you know watching these old guys race and stuff uh I mean, they were absolute titans of the day. You know, they were setting yeah. world records and just doing stuff that nobody had ever seen before. And we're kind of paying homage to that group of people, you know. Um, and I feel like it's just a real special opportunity. It's not like a bike you could just go buy, put a bunch of performance parts on, and and get out and go. You have to, you have to know motors. You have to know these bikes, and it connects you with the people that took all this knowledge from the previous generation and they're bringing it to our generation and showing us the way, you know? So it's just like, it's a humbling experience because it, it just gives an opportunity, you know? Um, and not everybody can do that kind of stuff, you know? So we're, we're sure. really lucky to, be able to do that. So. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I obviously grew up in motorcycles. It's what we do. It's pretty much only thing that we do. My father and I, eat, sleep and breathe motorcycles. And this is a whole different bubble. And I have soaked up so much knowledge, not even from somebody necessarily teaching me, but because of the, the bike itself and learning it and sounds and feels and knowing what's happening and stuff just by the experience of it, that's priceless to me, you right. know, and how many people can say they rode a hundred year old motorcycle 
in a race. Like that is just so cool to me. And as well as like a race with no breaks, you know, we don't have any breaks. Like, and people don't quite get that until they like you. I'll say that to somebody and they'll be like, Oh yeah. And then you can see it like settling in. Like, wait a minute, you have no breaks. Like, yeah. How do you say? Yeah. Yeah. And as silly as it sounds like at first I thought like, um, you know, I have a kill switch. So it was like, okay, you shut the bike off to, to slow down. And right. I was thinking like, why would I want to shut it off? But you legit shut it off, hold the button down. It dies. It slows you down. And then you let it back up and it gets going again, you know, but right. at this point, I don't, well, these two new two bikes are new, but my old bikes, I didn't have to do that after, you know, one or two races because you get such a good feel for it and you know your limits, you know, yeah, on you, the corners and uh, stuff. You, you go into your turn and then you know where to come, come right back on again. Yeah. And there's so many things, too, that factor into this is you might be an excellent racer, but we are on 100-year-old motorcycles and they do break. Unfortunately, I have had that happen to me the last three races where I was winning and I know. my Hoshi. bike broke. Yeah, I know. Whether That's it was what... on the last lap or the last heat, I was just like, ah, dying because my bikes broke. I guess apparently I'm hot on them. But um, <laughs> it, it's exactly like, you know, you don't have to be, you can be the best rider, but if your bike doesn't hold up, it's no good. And then the other way around, you can have a fast bike, but if you don't have the balls to go into that corner, right you're not going to win. So it's right. kind of a combination. You just, and it's a lot of luck, you know, and, and I guess a good engine builder as well. It's a good thing. Yeah. You have Holly Whisperer. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, that that's the thing. There's so many factors in this thing, you know, no brakes. you have to, you know, it's a lot of the rider and also a lot of the bike, you know, it's like, it's a perfect blend of, you know, you have to have, you have to be set up. You have to know your setup and you have to have a, a good machine too. Yeah. So, uh, like, like you said, I, I watched you countless times, you know, lead heats and win heats. And then it comes down to the race and on that last lap, even I heard your bike, you know, start spitting on the last one. So yeah, it's just like, you, you just never know, you know, we same it's the same thing happened with my bike in Tennessee. I was supposed to race in Tennessee yeah. last and we couldn't get it started and everything on the bike was brand new. Well, long story short, it ended up being a bad mag, you know, and the mag was brand new. So it's just like certain things you just can't you don't have control over so it's a right. lot of and a lot of uh prep work and just trying to get set up the best you can and hopefully you can go out there and get it done you know but yeah so if any guys are just tuning in um we are talking about sons of speed which is saturday march 4th at new smyrna speedway and if you guys want to buy tickets in advance go to billylane.net um, you guys can purchase tickets in advance. I believe they still have some VIP tickets, which gets you in the pits um, where we will be, where Team Comp D will be. Um, so, Sean, somebody, uh, Mike Draco asked, does Sean think he can keep up with eBay? <laughs> oh, man. I don't oh. know about that. I would need a lot of luck on my side. Uh, <laughs> you know, eBay is, and there's a couple other guys to mind they're probably the best of the best out there uh honestly if i can even just hang with those guys in in some small way i'd be pretty happy especially I being think my can so, yeah uh, well at this point i don't i think ebay's only racing in the 45 class so you might yeah be 
Yeah, well, I do have uh, I do have Billy Applegate, and then uh, you know Moonshiner Josh is actually back as well, and we all know he's a pretty good rider. So yeah, well, uh, Moonshine Josh is just nuts. He's just yeah, well, nuts. Okay. You have to a degree, right? I mean, yeah, I guess so. I guess people so. Probably, like we're absolutely insane. We're talking about going out there and riding on these little rinkety dink old bikes, you know? But yeah, um, Applegate Billy Applegate's really good too. He's like, oh, he's, like, he's like a sleeper where he comes yeah. out of nowhere and killing it. I know. Watching him and eBay go at it last year. I mean, that was like, that was some of the best stuff I've ever seen. You know, those guys were literally neck and neck at one time. They, they touched foot pegs, you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, just, just crazy. So like, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be happy to go out there. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I'm going to give it all I got, um, but it's just going to be, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll do the best I can. And we'll see what we get, what happens, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily, I'm not worried about my bike. You know, I think my bike can definitely keep up. I just, I just got to hold on, you know? Well, you, you say that, but you never know, you know, right. like, so it's, it's a, but that could happen to eBay or, or I guess not eBay cause it's not recent, but that could happen to Billy Applegate, you know, well, his have a great bike and just get a bad Magneto. Well, that his bike actually broke against eBay. He would have won that race against eBay last year in the sixty-one yeah, class. That's right. And his uh, his uh, push rod broke on uh, on the Maggie Marvel Matt's bike. Um, yeah, that's right. It was the last lap. They were pushing as hard as they could go, and the thing snapped. You know, so I just feel like, for Billy Applegate because I know how that how that is, and it's such yeah, a it's trauma. Huge bummer, especially when you're leading the whole thing. You know, you yeah. got laps per per heat so yeah um all right so i got there's another question um so somebody said does someone ride a pea shooter on the cannonball not that i know of do you know anybody yeah aaron aaron did oh is aaron's bike a pea, that for the cannonball is a pea shooter yeah he actually he actually the one he's going to be racing well one of them i think he's bringing a couple last time i talked to him but uh yeah, one of, one of the bikes he was on was a pea shooter, um, and it's one of the ones that it's going to have down there. It's on the speed, the overhead valve. Cool. Well, I am I am so looking forward to it. I can't wait to get on these bikes and uh, start doing some circles. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm I'm like super excited. It's it's kind of a crazy time right now for me because like well all of us, but we literally have so many things happening. Yeah. You know, got the people's champ build, which I'm building the bike for that. We got the pea shooter I have to build and like two weeks and uh you know we got we're getting ready to go down to daytona obviously we got a bunch of stuff going on i just got my pan america bike back that uh finally after being gone for like six months having to get a motor and stuff put in it so it's like you know we just got a ton of stuff going on it's 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 a crazy time right now so yeah but it's good it's good to be so busy and engulfed in cool motorcycles i mean i yeah. I, I don't think that in my opinion i don't think there's a better industry to be in than this industry no. We have fun and just great people and just such cool things. Oh, it's, it's awesome. You know, I came from corporate America and, you know, this is always what I love to do. I did it on my free time. So like just being able to like, if I look back like a little over a year ago, you know, a year and a half ago from there to now and what we're doing and what the stuff we have going on, it's just like, oh man, you'd, you'd have to. You'd have to do a lot of stuff to get me out of it. I don't think it would be possible. <laughs> yeah, and I bet a year and a half ago you didn't think you'd be in this position you're in right now. No, no. Oh, I cool. mean, like, 
every 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 day I wake up, it's like a you know, it's a blessing, and like it just like like more and more opportunity keeps happening. It's just like oh man, I can't even. I still think it's a dream, really. I mean, yeah, I I try to pinch myself, let my you know. In those days, you get frustrated. I mean, because let's let's be honest, there's still days that are oh man, you know, you got a lot going on or just overwhelmed. Yeah, you know, even good days compared to what it used to be. So that's all that matters. So, all right, one more thing. So, um, voting starts today at one. So, I don't know, in like twenty minutes for the People's Champ. So, we want people to go is um, on Biltwell's. I think here it is, People Champ, People's Champ Show dot com to vote for you. Um, and can we can we hear your starter? Uh, yeah. Let me let me see. I gotta find the uh the crank for it. Let me uh. I'll be right back. All right, find the crank and I'll um let me plug Sons of Speed quick. Here's our Daytona schedule: Saturday, March fourth, Sons of Speed, New Smyrna Speedway. Wednesday, March eighth, is the Perowitz Paint Show at the Broken Spoke, and then Thursday, March 9th, Willie's Chopper Show um right on Route One in Ormond Beach. So if any of you guys are coming to Daytona, that is our schedule um, where you guys can see us, uh, DP and I, as well as Sean and Tom from Competition Distributing. Um, all right, let's see it. All right, can you see the bike right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so this is like this is lightly bolted together right now. Like we're strictly in mock-up form. So if you see a little movement here, don't panic. I only have a couple bolts holding in. Okay. Okay. So what what will happen is this isn't the actual lever I'm using. We still have to fabricate that, but you'll flip the seat up like so, and it'll actually move out of the way. You'll you reach down and you start cranking this thing over. This is like you kind of engineering. Cool. No, it's, yeah, it's it's. I'm explaining. Yeah, that's how we got in it. Oh, kind of like drag cars. Does he like take that piece off yeah. afterwards? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can kind of hear it. It's uh, thing will spin forever. But once it actually fires up, you'll pull a lever on it, it'll engage, and then that'll start the motor over. And then the motor sound will kind of take that noise over. That's pretty cool, Sean. Pretty innovative. Yeah, yeah it's, it's going to be cool. What it's is like that super... starter from? Uh, it's actually a World War II starter from a, a fighter plane. Uh, uh, it was on a V-12 Merlin engine. Pretty cool. Pretty yeah, cool. Was... Cool. Um, all right, Sean. So, um, I just put down the bottom peopleschampshow.com for voting. So, all you guys watching, I hope you all go and vote for Sean in about 15 minutes so we can get to the next round so that we can, um, uh, antique outlaws can all head to the Born Free show together and yeah. cheer Sean on. But, um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time because I know time is of the essence right now, but I appreciate you taking the time to show us your build and talk sons of speed. I'm ecstatic to 
be on you guys' team and for us to get out there and do some laps. No, the feelings likewise, Joe. Uh, you know, I really appreciate everything you got you do for us and all the stuff and, you know, just, just hanging out and have a great time, you know. So that's what we're all about. And uh, I'm really looking forward to everything. It's going to be a really cool year. Okay. All right, Sean. Well, uh, thanks for coming on today. And um, I'll uh, talk to you later and I'll see you in a few weeks. Sounds good. We'll see you right. soon, Jeff. All right. Talk thanks, Sean. Yep. Bye. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in to Tropa History today, uh, brought to you by Indian Motorcycles and Law Tigers. So huge shout out to those two guys for sponsoring Tropa History so we can keep bringing you videos. And that was Sean Jackson from Competition Distributing. So don't forget the Pirates Paint Show is Wednesday, March 8th at the Broken Spoke in Daytona. And then Sons of Speed, if any of you guys want to come, and watch, you can get your tickets ahead of time at billylane.net. So go over there and buy your tickets. If you want VIP pit passes, they got some of them too, but those are limited. So he will sell out of those. So if you want to come in the pits and hang out with us, go get your pit passes. Uh, I guess that's it. And we will be back next week, which it'll be DP and I next week again. So thank you guys, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. And I'll catch you guys later.